Life is a series of circles and cycles, phrases and stages. These are your experiences that teach you the lessons of life. You can either ignore them or embrace them. Welcome to It's Your Life with James Cooley and Ray Leonard Jr., two motivational speakers that are here to equip you to strive for greatness and overcome adversity. Join James and Ray and get equipped today for the challenges of tomorrow. Now, here's your hosts, James Cooley and Ray Leonard Jr. Welcome to It's Your Life. I'm James Cooley. And this is Ray Leonard Jr. Wow, Ray, we got an awesome show coming our way today. You know, I'm, I, I, I'm excited. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I mean, I mean, excited, especially, you know, with the times that we're going through and, you know, the unrest and uneasiness within the world right now. It's, it's good to be able to have some some positive young people on that we can honor and, and and just keep give us some hope and keep us excited. And that's what it's all about. I mean, and, and we should never lose sight or focus on that. There is hope out there and that people must continue to strive to be the best that they can. Right. And also lay down the foundation right now, especially a lot of the graduates are just graduated from college. So we're going to talk about some of them. And we also going to talk uh, to uh, uh, Dr. Jim Welter. Do- oh, yeah. I'm excited about yeah, that. Yeah, that's the, that's the first female NFL, NFL coach. coach. <laughs> I mean, that, that's, you know, you talk about impossible to I impossible. I mean, we got some folks on today that did some amazing things. And we got Alice Reed. Louise. Louise, yeah. That's, uh, I'm excited about talking uh, to and, and uh, let him share his story. I mean, and, and, you know, I'll tell you, we, we got a very exciting show. Yeah, I mean, you know, we talk, we talk about inspiration all the time. You and I are both very positive people from, from the get-go. And, you know, uh, I've had a heavy heart this week, you know, because I just, you know, sometimes you, 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 get, you get a little frustrated with what's going on. But, uh, you know, it's, it's good to see, you know, young people that you know, keep you encouraged that our future is going to be better than our t- yesterday. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's, been, it's been tough. I mean, it's been, this has been a tough 2020. Oh, yeah, man, 2020 has been, been a different one. Yeah, it's been, it's been tough. Hit but, the reset button. But we still must, you know, keep our head up and we still must stay focused and, you know, continue to, to do the right things regardless of what the situation or circumstances might be. Right. Absolutely. Absolutely. So, uh, you know, how, how you been this week, though? Man, I, Ray, I've been pretty busy. I spent the whole weekend um, taping my audio book. Okay. Uh, and, uh, I mean, I had a tough producer <laughs> that every time I made a mistake, uh, he made me start over again. And I mean, but it took took me about 20 hours. But we got it done. There you go. Practice makes perfect, man. And so when your next one will be much easier. <laughs> I'm just excited about this one right now, Ray. I'm excited about this one. Oh, good, good. Well, well, t- well tell us about some of, the, some of the young guests that we have on today. Well, I mean... We got uh, several guests that was recipients of the J.C. Cooley Scholarship Award. I mean, I, I, it's a few that I gave scholarship to uh, four years ago. Wow. And I tell you, they graduated this year. That's crazy. Time, I mean, is, time is going fast. And, and not just graduated, but graduated from fantastic schools. And I'm, I'm just going to name a few that uh, we gave scholarships to four years ago that graduated this year. Wendy Aora, she graduated from Boston College wow. this year. Uh, we had George, George Ellis, he graduated from UC Irvine. We had Desmond Young Jr., graduated from the Army Academy West Point. We had Hannah Davis, graduated from Clark University. We had 
and we have Greg Hope Jr. He graduated from Tufts University. We have Lorenzo Burns. He graduated from Arizona University. Arizona State. No, 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 Arizona. Arizona. <laughs> yeah, no, you had Arizona State on here. Oh, yeah. no, <laughs> I, know, I know it's Arizona. I'm just messing with Lorenzo <laughs> going to be I – mean, actually, no, we're going to be talking to uh, Lorenzo, and we're going to be talking to uh, Greg Holt. Uh, you forgot you'll be at Taylor Norman as well from Stoneman uh, yeah, University. Yeah, Taylor Norman. She graduated uh, from Spelman, and she just picked up an intern where she is pursuing uh, – to be a doctor. Wow. And so uh, she is on her way to do an intern out of Norfolk, Virginia. That's phenomenal. And we also, this young lady have not graduated yet, but uh, she's getting ready to enter her junior year. Her name is Gabrielle uh, Goldsmith, and she attends MIT. Man. And so uh, do, do the J.C. Cooley Foundation know how to pick them? Man, you, you, you pick some <laughs> phenomenal students. That's <laughs> yes, incredible. And, oh, yeah. and it's good. You know, the thing is, is, once you give someone an opportunity and you support, support these young folks, they can do something well, uh, phenomenal. We have to encourage them that they can, that they can do anything that they set their mind to. I mean, even just like the, uh, the title of the show, uh, From Impossible to Possible, I mean, it's if you can see it here, right. if you can visualize it, and you understand the building blocks and how to go about uh, putting together a plan, you can do anything you set your mind to. Oh, perfect, perfect. You know what? Instead of us, us, us just rambling on, let's hear from these young folks. Yeah. You know, first, uh, I want to talk to this young man, uh, Gregory Hope. Uh, I, I'm, I am so impressed with him, uh, not just from an academic perspective, but he is a great young man, a great young man. And he's doing some great things. And, and actually, Gregory graduated a couple of months early. He graduated back in, I think, March, April. But I tell you what, we're going to bring Greg on to tell, tell us a little bit more about you. How you doing, Greg? Hey, Mr. Leonard, uh, Mr. Cooley, thank you guys for having me on. I'm doing well. How are you guys? Doing just fine, man. Excellent, excellent. Welcome to the show. Thank you, guys. So we got we got a few questions. We just want to know, kind of figure out, you know, uh, you know, with you graduating, especially here in 2020, how how do you feel about you know the future and, and what you're going to? What are your plans for the future coming up? Um, yeah, so I'm optimistic for the future. Obviously, it's not um, the most ideal time to enter the uh, workforce, but I'd say the connections and network um, that I've been able to make over these past few months has been awesome. And especially graduating from Tufts, you know, I'm really confident about the people in our generation um, and a lot of my teammates who make me really proud to the future and see a lot of change hopefully coming. Um, and so I'm definitely excited. My plans, I have, um, I was applying for a job with a cybersecurity company um, called Rapid7 there um, around the way. So I'm working on having a job there right now. A lot of hiring freezes going along um, the employment front, but definitely a lot of opportunity. I'm just really excited to get going as we navigate through this uh, tough time. Hey, Gregory. Um yeah, you played football at Tufts. I mean, you did extremely well. Four year starter. How did you balance uh, being an athlete, student athlete, with academics and do as well as you did? Was it was it tough? Uh, I mean, <laughs> yeah, def- it's definitely challenging. But I think um, a lot of the characteristics and attributes that I started developing in high school with playing with guys like Alex, who you're going to hear from later, and Lorenzo Burns, a lot of. Um, playing for Coach Burns and Winfield, I think resilience is just one of the main things. And looking at all the challenges I faced and looking back at having to balance football and academics, um, I think it was definitely really hard, but there's times where you, you enjoy the process, you enjoy the challenge. And um, that's something that they preach a lot of the process. And I think when I got to college, it was 
it was easy. I kind of enjoyed sometimes being able to stay up late and work on homework or go to the gym early and know that everything that I was doing, there's a final purpose for. And looking back on it now, I'm so glad that um, all those hard times being an athlete and playing, um, channeling academics was an awesome experience. Excellent. Excellent. So now, I mean, when you, when you get to college, most people don't have an idea of what they want to do. So uh, what, what did you choose as your major and, and what was your, your thought process behind it? Yeah. I mean, I would say I was definitely in that same boat. I didn't declare my major until the end of my sophomore year. I was a sociology major. Um, and I actually hadn't even taken an intro to social class when I had actually declared the major. But I think for me, it was, like you said, it's definitely challenging, but I, I, I took a sociology class. I believe it was the sociology of inequality. Um, and, I, and I just remember sitting in the classroom and learning and it was teachers encouraging me not just to believe what they said, but to do my own research. And it was then when I just kind of started to come into my own and um, really understand what I was learning and become passionate about it, especially with like the black community and the things I was learning about my own history. Um, that's just like really freeing. And for me, it just really encouraged me to push forward. And I think that's why sociology um, just really sat with me. And it's been so applicable to today's current climate. And uh, yeah, it was just one of those things where it just kind of spoke to me. And that's how it happened. Man, we're so proud of you, man. Continue to do great things. Continue to uh, stay focused. And, you know, you're getting ready to get out in the workforce and uh, you're going you're gonna to make big things happen. So we want to want to talk to uh, our next guest, uh, Lorenzo Burns. Hey, how you doing, Lorenzo? I'm doing well. How are y'all doing? And thank you for having me on. Good, good. He's oh, we had you know we had a, one of your uh, your former uh, teammates uh, <laughs> on here, Mr. Mr. Greg Holt, and we got another teammate, Alex Ruiz, is going to be on there as well. Um, but how how has it been with you going to college for for four years? Uh, it's been a very enjoyable experience. Uh, you know, college is a fun time. You're never going to have them times back. I made a lot of friends, met a lot of new connections. But for anybody going to college, I'll just say, man, just make it your best experience as possible. Use it as a guide to uh, further your education, to find out where you want to go in life, and to meet new people. Right. Yeah. I mean, and, and one of the things that, you know, you talk about being a student athlete as well, both you and Greg were phenomenal athletes. And, you know, how do you balance being a student athlete with uh, with going to school and, and, and graduating, uh, you know, from a university? Right. I just think that the best way for a student athlete to be successful in college is, A, surround yourself around people who want to be successful also and, B, this time management, figuring out when it's the right time to go do certain things, knocking business out before pleasure. And I think once you have that down, then you have a path to high success. You know, hey, Lorenzo, we're going to come back and talk to you again in a minute, but we got to take a station break right now. It's your life. I'm James Cooley. This is Ray Leonard Jr. James and Ray have more motivation and inspiration for life's challenges still to come with It's Your Life. Country Boy, City Boy, A Journey That Ain't Over Yet, The True Life Coming of Age Story by James J.C. Cooley. Using humor, wit, and engaging storytelling, James paints a picture about his arrival in a rural deep south town and realization that life would never be the same. Cooley lays out his struggle to adjust from city life to country life and back again, sharing his hard-earned lessons to educate, encourage, and enlighten our next generation of leaders and heroes. Get your copy of Country Boy, City Boy, A Journey That Ain't Over Yet by James J.C. Cooley available on Amazon and everywhere books are sold. 
It's Your Life is Back. For more lessons on life, visit CooleyFoundation.org. Now, here's your hosts, James Cooley and Ray Leonard Jr. Welcome back to It's Your Life. I'm James Cooley. And this is Ray Leonard Jr. Hey, Lorenzo, we was uh, having great discussions, and I want to continue that. Um, how important, being a student athlete and getting a degree, how important is a degree to you? It's very important. It's it's an elevation into the to the business world because as everybody knows that football, whatever you play, what sport you play, is going to be done one day, and you're going to need that degree to help you get a job and provide for yourself and your family. So I believe it's very important. Excellent. And so you know, I want to ask you about about pressure and Matt, what is next for you in life. Uh, I know. I mean. You played football for your father, so I understand you know what pressure is because us dads <laughs> will pressure you as much as possible. You know, we expect way more out of our kids sometimes. Um, but what was right. it like playing playing for your, for your dad, and uh, what is next for you? What are you looking to do next uh, in the future? Right. As you know, Mr. Gunner, <laughs> you know, my dad is very intense. Um, <laughs> yeah, I love Coach uh, Burns. A certain standard that is um, – Sometimes it's hard to reach, but once you get there, you feel you feel accomplished. So you know, playing for him throughout high school, it was a lot of times where you know it was tough. I felt like you know just sitting down and you're like, I don't even want to play anymore because the pressure would be so intense. But at the end of the day, I appreciate him for putting that standard on my life and helping me set goals because it paid off at the end. And then as far as my future. Uh, of course, I'm going back one more year to play college football. Uh, my dream is to play in the NFL and provide for myself and my family that way. If that doesn't work out or if it does and that comes to an end one day, uh, I plan on working on the, in the marketing field. So that's either working in you know certain stations like ESPN, NFL Network, and just managing content and uh, controlling what gets, what gets displayed and just certain things like that. Wow. I, I believe that you will get to the league. I mean, and uh, everybody out there, uh, watch out for uh, Lorenzo uh, with Arizona playing defensive back this year. You know, so uh, yeah, the, the the stars are bright. You know, <laughs> the opportunity is there. But but the important thing is the young man talked about you know having a degree and and having something else to to fall back on as well. So you can still go for your dreams, but also yet you know that you have something else that you can do even after even after he plays in the league. Absolutely. Lorenzo, thank you. Continue to stay focused. Continue to stay focused. And uh, we're looking for big things out you. Yes, sir. Thank you. Thank you guys for providing this opportunity for me. Yes, absolutely. I want to bring our next guest on. I mean, I'm so impressed with this young lady, Ray. Uh, I mean, I have watched her over the last uh, almost three years. And I know, I know her father. I know him well. And she is doing some great things, not just at MIT. I did say MIT. MIT. As I tell you, you bring bring the smartest people on the show, man. (laughs) I told you I got to step my game up. She attends MIT, and, you know, we're going to let her tell uh, you a little bit more about her. Gabriella, are you there? Yeah, I am. Yeah, thanks for having me on. How are you doing today? I'm doing well. How are you? Doing just fine. What are you studying at MIT? Uh, I'm studying material science and engineering. So um, I went in knowing that I wanted to do something related to um, helping the environment somehow. And I knew I wanted to do some kind of engineering. And it just turns out that material science is, um, you know, you, it can be applied to a lot of renewable energy things, like let's say solar energy. Um, so ideally, that's what 
um, I'll be working on once I graduate. Well, fantastic. We're excited to hear that. You're going to be doing something to make the world better. <laughs> so, you know, th- this, this year, this 2020 has, has been off to a, a weird start. But uh, how are you spending your time? What are you, you going to be doing this summer? Um, yeah, so originally I was going to um, have an opportunity to travel to Denmark to um, do a, a research project um, on solar energy. But that didn't pan out because, you know, travel right now isn't the best thing. So instead I'm doing um, a virtual internship through MIT and um, that's also related to solar energy. So basically it's all, you know, completely virtual and computational. Um, So I'm lucky that MIT has that opportunity for me. Wow. You know, my, my hot times have changed and that they can do it virtually. You know, back in the day, JC, we did, we'd had to call on the phone or something, a pay phone, no less. But, but uh, I mean, it's, it's amazing to see what's happening. Um, you know, with this COVID-19 going on and, and uh, you know, it's, it's changing everything with the lives. So how was that affecting you as a student right now? Yeah, I think it was definitely a big surprise. Um, you know, we only had a few days notice to suddenly pack up and go home. Uh, so it's definitely been hard adjusting to, you know, life at home rather than on campus. And uh, but I think I've been able to adjust. I I did all online classes for the end of the semester, and now you know I'm just home with my parents. So, I mean, it's nice to have family around. Uh, and I think for everyone, it's it's a hard time, but you know we're we're all getting through it. You know, Gabby, we we are so proud of you. Continue to uh, focus on the future because uh, I know you you you're going to change uh, some of the things in the future. So continue. Uh, your dad mentioned to me that, uh, that you told him that you was already a scientist, which I already know that. <laughs> <laughs> so that, that belief in being, that, being that, positive, no one is happening. Oh yeah. <laughs> so to existence. So continue to do what you're doing. And, you know, uh, we all are proud of you. And, uh, hopefully a, a lot of people that's listening to you today are going to know that, Hey, I can do that too. If I put my mind to it. Yeah, absolutely. And thanks for having me on the show. Thank you so much. Wonderful. And we, so now we had some amazing, you know, co- college uh, kids and, and future leaders in here. But we also got some stuff for for our, our high school students, the ones that are just getting out of high school here in 2020. Absolutely. Because uh, just like I started to show off, I mentioned to you, Ray, that the class that we just talked to, other than Gabby, are the 2016 uh, award winners. Right. And you see what they're doing, man. It's, it's, it's and so impressive. This year would have been kind of tough because of uh, what's going on with the pandemic, and we was not able to raise as much money as we want to to uh, bless a lot of kids. But we we are able to bless up fifteen. Yeah. Normally we do thirty. Yeah. Well, I mean, how we helping one of these young, young people in this generation? You know, it's a positive thing. It's a plus because they're doing something with it. They're doing something with the help. Absolutely. So, Ray, I want you to help me out with uh, this year, and I want everybody out there to know, this year, 2020, 2020, J.C. Cooley Foundation Scholarship Award winners are? Yeah, Ashley Page, uh, Indiana Rivera, Charlene Misiano, Marissa Northrup, and Elijah Perry. 
Elijah was on our show before. (laughs) One one of the young men that was on the show. And and if you heard that show before, you heard how eloquent he was and how focused he is and, uh, you know, strong young man. So JC and I wanted to do something special for him. We wanted to make sure that, you know, we did something special for all all of these uh, future leaders of tomorrow. And we want uh, to congratulate each and every one of you for being uh, this year's uh, J.C. Cooley Foundation uh, Scholarship Award winner. And Elijah, you you have the pleasure of being the J.C. Cooley Ray Leonard Jr. Scholarship Award winner. You know, so uh, congratulations. He will be attending Howard University, I think. Yeah, Howard University. And uh, we're looking for big things out of all of you all. Congratulations once again. And you guys are inspiration. And talking about an inspiration, our, our next guest, and, and this, this young man inspired me so much. I had the pleasure of coaching him in high school. And, uh, you know, Alex is, is, is one of those kids that makes you feel like everything is possible. You know, he, he went through a, a tragedy while he was uh, playing football. He got injured in the game and uh, had to make a tough decision. And, you know, whether, you know, he could keep his leg or he had to uh, you know, have it amputated to – be able to play again. And, you know, you imagine a 16 years old trying to make that type of decision. I mean, for for me, that would have been the scariest thing in the world. But, you know, this kid made that decision, came back, played through touchdowns (laughs) in the game. And and so if you talk about uh, impossible to to I impossible, this is is one of the young men that, you know, inspires us all. He's such an inspiration. I've been knowing this young man uh, probably about five years, maybe a little bit more than that. I mean, I watch him grow, grow up. And, you know, that's such an inspiration. And the, some of the things that he did inspired the world because they had a big special about him on, uh, on ESPN. ESPN. Yeah, yeah, it's called yeah. The Brotherhood. They, they did a whole special. But uh, let, let's bring Alex in. Let's, 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 let's talk to him about what he's doing now and all the you know, special things that, that he's, he's doing to keep everybody excited and motivated. How you doing, Alex? How you guys doing? I'm doing well. I'm doing well. <laughs> Oh man, you know, Alex. Just like I, I was saying, you're such a uh, inspiration to me, and you spoke at my program many times, and and you inspired a lot of our youth that was there, and most importantly, you inspired me. Man, <laughs> I appreciate that. Yeah. So, so Alex, I mean, I, I, I remember back to that day. I mean, it, it lived in my head forever, and you know, being on the field with you when when that happened. Um, what was what was it? that you that went through your head once you got injured and and how did you come back from it you know my first thought wasn't am I going to lose my leg I remember laying on that field like it was yesterday and coach Burns came up to me and I'm just kind of laying there in pain and agony and kind of frustration and I remember the first thing I told him was like I'm done Mm. like I'm never I'm never playing football again and that, that was the that was the first thing that went through my head it wasn't Am I going to have trouble walking later? Is, is this like something really, really serious? I just knew like I had the chance to never play again. And that was probably where the most pain was coming from because, I mean, it was a game that I I practiced for so long and I trained so hard to, to enjoy and play to the best of my ability. And in a split-second decision, it was kind of all taken away from me really fast. And at a such young age, I, I, I knew it was going to hurt for a while. And I, I, I wasn't so much worried about the physical part of it. It was more the mental part of it. Right. Now, when we talk about the, about the mental stress and issues that we go through, um, what was it that, that, that gave you that strength, that mental fortitude to, to get through? 
you know, I've always been uh, really self-motivated my entire life. My parents instilled, uh, instilled that to me at a young age just to work for everything that I, that I want and uh, do it to the best of my ability and never give up. But honestly, when that happened and I'm laying in the hospital for six weeks, you know, missing my friends, missing football every Friday, like checking my phone, what's the update, like having my mom like tell me what's going on. I'm checking max preps uh, to see the score and see how my brothers are doing out on the field. Um I mean, if it wasn't for my school, my community, my friends, my church, I, I don't know if I would have been able to get through it. I mean, so many people played such a vital role in helping me want to get back on the field and making sure that I was mentally capable of returning from such a devastating tragedy. Yeah, Alex, we're going to take a station break, but we're going to come back and we're going to talk to Alex a little bit more. It's your life. I'm James Cooley. This is Ray Leonard Jr. James and Ray have more motivation and inspiration for life's challenges still to come with It's Your Life. Build a better business today with Launch Team Consulting. Launch Team Consulting provides human resources, change management, and ethics training for businesses and organizations looking to create a culture of excellence. Launch Team Consulting is here to increase revenues, productivity, and teach you how to launch your business to new heights. With over 90 years of combined experience, the staff at Launch Team Consulting can help improve business performance and strategy. Visit LaunchTeamConsulting.com to learn how we strive to help business owners develop a solid foundation and solid building blocks of leadership so that they can flourish. Launch Team Consulting also offers executive coaching too to help business leaders achieve professional goals. Contact Launch Team Consulting at 619-940-6362. That's 619-940-6362. Or visit LaunchTeamConsulting.com. That's LaunchTeamConsulting.com. Putting you on the path to success with Launch Team Consulting. It's Your Life is back. For more lessons on life, visit CooleyFoundation.org. Now, here's your hosts, James Cooley and Ray Leonard Jr. Welcome back to It's Your Life. I'm James Cooley. And this is Ray Leonard Jr. And and Ray, everyone on the phone, everyone that's listening to us right now is a winter. Oh, yes, yes, they are. We got a bunch of winners out here. Hey, Alex, um, got this question for you. I mean, you you mentioned earlier that you, you thought that uh, your football career was over and that you would never play again. Oh, what gave you the strength? I know uh, that um, with that horrific injury, but the following season, you made it back to the football field. Can you yeah. tell us a little bit about that? Yeah, I mean, I remember I, I kind of announced it like that was my plan at one of your uh, your breakfasts. And uh, that's when I told, that's when I first mentioned it to coach Burns and, and coach Leonard uh, that I wanted to come back. But I mean, it, it took a lot of, um, it, it took a lot of strength within me to, to want to get back out there. But ultimately, like, I, I didn't blame anybody for the injury. Like if anything, like I blame myself more than anybody, like that's a split second decision that I made that if I would have gone the other way, it, it would have been a completely different outcome. But honestly, like I didn't want my last memory of a game that I love, uh, for it to be me laying on that field wondering why I did something wrong. I, I, I kind of wanted to go out like on a high note and really work towards something that would be special and, you know, push myself. I wanted to see how far I could come and, and set a goal and kind of try to accomplish it. And it, was, it set the right tone for the next 30 years of my life of going in a different lifestyle that I, I can set high goals and I, I can accomplish them if I work towards it. And, you know, I mean, that, that's, that season and when you came back, I mean, that was a storybook 
you know, ending and everything that happened that season. You had cameras following you around. You had national attention on you. And uh, now you get out there and you you go back and drop back and, and throw a touchdown. How how was that? How did that feel? You know, your first play. Yeah, I mean, it was it was kind of surreal. I mean, to see myself being able to get back out on the field, I like I never imagined that happening. And the national attention that came out of absolutely nowhere that was just a true blessing from from God, you know, just kind of having that opportunity to to have it all documented. I mean, not many kids have that opportunity to to have their life kind of um, documented in that sense that I, I I'm on ESPN on Super Bowl Sunday and they're flying me out to Atlanta to go see the Super Bowl and be on live TV and all that stuff like that. I, I, it really didn't matter to me. Like truly, like I wanted to get back on the field, but to have that chance and have that spotlight to, to show people that, you know, setbacks come in life, but they're, they're not unachievable to come back from, you know? Um, so, I mean, I remember dropping back and just letting that launch and seeing that ball fly. It wasn't, it wasn't the most perfect spiral, but it was, it was there. And, Trey, uh, Trey Brown, who's at Washington State, he, he made a great play. And I just remember everyone coming up to me after and telling me, like, I knew coming back would be worth it. And, you know, you have that solo shot on ESPN of uh, me embracing Coach Burns on the sideline coming off. And, you know, he, he was very skeptical, skeptical about letting me come back and having a real play. But I kind of let him know, like, this is what I want to do, and I don't want a cherry snap. So having that, that hug right there in that moment with Coach Burns, you know, we've been through a lot together. Through my uh, through my time at Winfield, so it was all worth it, hundred percent. Yeah, I remember Coach being very nervous. All of us being nervous, but you know, I knew that the linemen and and, and the other receivers they they were not going to let you down. They said you will not get touched. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I mean, I, I have all the trust in the world in them, and they they had the same for me. So they made it happen. It was it was a great experience. Yeah, and so I mean, the, many people don't know that and, uh, Alex was a big brother to my son, to Jalen. You know, who's, who's going into his senior year right now, and it was an inspiration to him. Uh, JC has a has a New Orleans Saints jersey on, and I know your, your idol, your your other quarterback, was a is a, a legend for uh, the Saints. So, how was it like to, to meet him, and what kind of advice did he give you? You know, a lot of people like you hear you don't want to meet your your childhood heroes because they might not live up to who who is you your childhood heard. hero. Let's let's call his name now. <laughs> his name's Drew Brees. I remember watching <laughs> YouTube videos on YouTube videos. I'd watch him for five hours straight, just seeing how he how he works the pocket, how he reads defenses, and his thought process. And I, I try to intimidate or emanate everything that he did. Um, so yeah, meeting him. I mean. Like I said about the ESPN thing, like you never think that something like that would happen where I'd meet a future Hall of Famer who's still, in my opinion, in his prime and doing doing the best that he's doing right now. Um, he was everything that, that I anticipated. And, you know, he, he kind of just looked at me and like, for him to say that I'm an inspiration to him and like we text back and forth and we talk and to still have that relationship with him and that connection with him and just having the opportunity to gain as much wisdom as I did from him. You know, it's, it's a blessing, and it wouldn't happen without the people around me. What was it like having him to show up and, you know, remember when he showed up and presented you with something? How did that feel? What was that like? I mean, I've never really been a speechless person. I always got something to say about something. <laughs> and as soon as I saw his face, I, I completely, I knew there were cameras around. I knew I was mic'd up. You know, I, I was really watching my words carefully to make sure, you know, when this gets aired, I don't want to sound like an idiot on, on live TV. <laughs> so, uh, <laughs> so, I mean, just just hearing him and, like, 
you know, having that conversation with him with the cameras off and, you know, man to man, just having a genuine conversation to see that he really cares and he, he's truly here for me. And, you know, a lot of guys, you know, press and stuff like that, they, they want to gain the image, but no, not with him. He, he was completely genuine. We talked back and forth even after it. He invites me out to the football games when they're in town. So, I mean, he treats me well. I, he's a blessing in my life. He, like, he still pushes me to this day to, to, to do the things that I want to do. Excellent. Now, you sound like a natural on, on the radio and on TV when I see you. Uh, what's next for you? So I just finished up my first year at Palomar College. Um, I got a deferred acceptance to USC, so practically they just said go somewhere else for a year and get a certain GPA, uh, and then I'll have guaranteed admission for the following year. So I finished up uh, my year at Palomar. I got the grades that I needed to get, so hopefully if all works out and um, I was blessed to – Hopefully, um, I'm up for a recipient of a scholarship with uh, Swim with Mike Foundation. Mm-hmm. And so, hopefully, they're going to help me uh, financially with the tuition for USC. So, we'll see about that. But that's the plan right now. Uh, I'll be studying broadcasting and digital journalism uh, kind of combined to, you know, work towards the goal of, you know, one day being a sports broadcaster, sports talk show type of thing, and try to just continue my passion for football and whatever sport uh, comes my comes my way. What advice would you give to uh, someone that's facing adversity? When everything first happened, I didn't really know what to do. I'm a 16-year-old kid lying in a hospital bed for, for six weeks, not really knowing what's going on um, in and out of it, medicated, not knowing what my future is going to look like. But there were so many people that came to the hospital and encouraged me, amputees, um, like former military amputees would come and visit me. Uh, that I used to do outreaches for and talk me through like the next process. And I think, I think big of it is just get, or the biggest part of it is just getting over like the self, the self pity and the self regret. Like I, I regretted a lot within like that split second decision for so long. And I was so angry at myself. I was so angry uh, with God knowing like, why are you doing this to me now? Like if you're in control of everything, just kind of having that in the back of my mind and constantly having internal battles with myself. But the way I looked at it was, listen, like I'm for I'm forever grateful that this happened when I was 16 years old because I don't know how I would deal with this if I was 30, and I, like I lived I have I'm young I'm athletic I can I'm I'm having a wonderful time like I'm still working out I'm still playing basketball I'm still going out on the football field baseball field like the things that prosthetics can do now like my my limits are still very little I mean I, I'm just forever grateful and I mean when it comes to going through adversity, I think you just got to focus on the future and what you can make out of it. I think um, a lot of people in our generation want to put the blame on somebody else and uh, whittle in their self-pity. And I think it's, I think it's hard to, to do that for so long because you get depressed, you get angry, you build up so much internal fumes in yourself that you don't know what to do next. And you don't know how to, you don't have any outlets to let, let your feelings out, you know? I think the biggest thing is just getting over that self-pity and working towards the future and setting goals. I'm a big goal setter. I have weekly goals, month goals, year goals. And it's just like, I have a daily checkbook that if I do something, I like, even if it's like the littlest thing, wake up, make my bed. I think that's the best way to start off your day is making goals. And as soon as you check them off and you can sit back at the end of the day and say, I look, I did all that. I can do the next day. I can do the next month. I can do the next year. I can do the next 10 years. If you want something, you can go get it. So I think adversity is just a minor setback for a major comeback. Well, you are, you are inspiration, Alex, and, and we're so happy for, for what you accomplished and what you're going to accomplish in the future. Um, 
I think we're going to head head to a head to a break. We have another phenomenal guest coming on, uh, Doctor Jennifer Welter. Yeah, I am excited about uh, Doctor Jennifer coming on the show, Ray, because uh, you know she um, is one. She's a pioneer. I mean, <laughs> she's, she's a mogul. She's a history making person. <laughs> yeah, so I'm excited about uh, her coming on the show. And I tell you what, we're gonna take the station break, and then we're gonna come back. And we're going to talk to Dr. Jennifer Welters. It's your life. I'm James Cooley. And this is Ray Leonard Jr. James and Ray have more motivation and inspiration for life's challenges still to come with It's Your Life. The J.C. Cooley Foundation is a nonprofit organization that was started in October of 2014. The J.C. Cooley Foundation continues to strive to expand its programs and offerings to the youth, young adults, and citizens of our great communities nationwide and overseas. We hope that you'll be able to take part in one or more of the many exciting events that we are offering this year and experience firsthand the pride we take in supporting our cause. It's our mission to equip the youth of today for the challenges of tomorrow, and we rely heavily on the generosity of individuals and business owners for support. Without the assistance of community-minded individuals just like you, we wouldn't be able to serve our youth each year. We ask that you make a commitment to support our annual appeal by making a cash donation. This year's goal is $50,000. Your generosity will assist us in making a difference in the lives of the youth in our community. You can give online at CooleyFoundation.org. Remember that every donation makes a difference regardless of size. The J.C. Cooley Foundation thanks you in advance for your contribution. It's Your Life is back. For more lessons on life, visit CooleyFoundation.org. Now here's your hosts, James Cooley and Ray Leonard Jr. Welcome back to It's Your Life. I'm James Cooley. And this is Ray Leonard Jr. Wow, Ray, man. It's uh, such a great and powerful show that we're having right now. I mean, I, I'm very excited about uh, our next guest. Yeah, I mean, our next guest is, is, a, is a pioneer. She, uh, one of the uh, history-making women in our, in our in our society. And, you know, one of the first female coaches in the NFL and uh, you know, a graduate of a Boston College University. She has a, a, a doctorate. Uh, uh, she won the, uh, the Women's Entre- Entrepreneurship Day Pioneer Award in 2015. And uh, she's just an a inspiration. Like my, my daughter is, uh, you know, young and she plays basketball. She likes to play football. But you never, you know, there's, there's always has been this, uh, you know, got stereotype that women can't do this. And she's an inspiration, and my, my daughter looks up to her, and I'm, I'm glad to have you on the show. Dr. Jennifer Welter, welcome to It's Your Life Radio. Hey, guys. How we doing? First of all, you, you got to go ahead and call me, like, Coach Jen, Dr. J, whichever. <laughs> <laughs> Look, I am far too short to merit all those letters. Right? Like, I'm five two. You got, you got more time getting Jennifer out of your mouth than, than you know, I have, like, height, right? <laughs> it, it is great to be here with you guys. I I just have to say thank you, first and foremost, for... Um, bringing your positive messages to the world. Um, we need we need good, solid messages of hope and inclusion and strength and embracing each other. I think today more than ever, I don't think that it's necessarily a new situation, but thankfully we're we're talking about these feelings. And anytime we talk about change, we have to we have to um, keep our minds focused on 
people that are doing great things and that though there are bad things in the world, there there's also a whole lot of good to counteract it. So thank you for being those voices in the world. Um, I, I know we all need them. Now, thank you as, as well. I mean, so you being having so many firsts, uh, you know, first uh, female coach uh, you you played you played running back you played <laughs> hockey i mean so you just you just told people that you know you can't do this you you just showed them um what was it that was behind that to, to give you that strength to think that okay most people will say you know a woman can't do this and, and how did you get accomplish that well frankly i think i just love my brand of crazy because <laughs> i have been told i was crazy for so long that if somebody doesn't think it's it's wrong. I probably wouldn't feel like it was right. Um, and seriously, that's, that's, that's what it takes to do something different. It takes a belief in yourself. Um, and I always say a willingness to play for something bigger, right? In football, we say football, family, and faith. All of those are about something bigger than yourself. Would I just run into a big person just for no no darn reason if I wasn't blocking for one of my teammates to get through. Well, hopefully not, right? I'd end up in jail, but number two, what's the reason? You know, but I would be the first person that if you talk to, like, one of my former teammates, Alberta Fitcher-Bryson, she's like, I always knew Wealthy was there with the block. I didn't have to be the one always scoring the touchdowns, but I darn sure was going to be there for you just like I knew you'd be there for me. And in everything that I've ever done, I, and and the way I look at it to this day is, when I first started playing football, there was no big goal that you could set as a woman. The biggest thing we could hope for was to, you know, win a championship. At some point when, you know, I'd already won four, it's like, okay, well, what can you do next? Right. And then all of a sudden it was like, oh, there's going to be a first U.S. national team. And I wanted to do that. And then a second, and I wanted to do that. And it was... I will just step up to whatever challenge the game puts in my way. And what that means is because there's not this big goal of say the NFL, you're not just looking up and saying, I'm, I'm going to get there. You're looking every day down in the trenches, down in the work of what do I need to do to get better? And when I get there, I'm going to be prepared to say, all right, well, this is what we got to do. Right. And, and and I think that a lot of times people lose the the value of the trenches because they're blinded by the light. Wow. You know, Coach Jay, wow, that was great. Who was your inspiration growing up? Um, you know, first and foremost, I think one of the things that's most important uh, to girls, like you said with your daughter, I didn't have a woman I could look at and say, I want to be her, Right. I thankfully had a dad who was an army hero who wouldn't let me do anything less because I was a girl um, and a mom who just loved me regardless, even though she was an artist and I was probably the craziest thing she could have imagined. <laughs> but, you know, but I didn't have that person who I could say I want to be her. And so one of the things that anybody knows me in how I live my life now is I want to be her for someone else because that permission to see what's possible, that permission to dream is one of the greatest things that we can give another kid. And, and I want all of the kids and the girls to, to grow up with dreams bigger than I had. 
because I really didn't. And um, I just, I, I was curious and determined and I would just work hard, but I didn't have that person who I could model after. And I remember I was working on the Keep Playing Like a Girl campaign and I was helping to author some of the literature for them. So I was a spokesperson, but I was also, you know, um, a doctor providing insight on the other side. And I read some facts that, that really changed my life forever. And it was half of girls will drop out of sports at puberty. And really that's the time that girls need confidence the most. And that's also the time that they lose confidence the most. And sports is such a great place to gain confidence. We know that, you know, if you look at the C-suite and you find the women there, really good likelihood that they played sports, right? right? And, and we know what sports has done for so many people. But to know that we were losing half of the girls um, who participated in sports at puberty was tough. And then when I looked at the reasons that the girls who dropped out of sports gate, that was it for me. And it was, um, I'll be a little off on this because it was just under seven out of 10 on one of these. And I don't remember which one, but close enough to seven out of 10, I think one was 67%, but seven out of 10 girls felt society didn't support them in sports. Mm. Seven out of 10 girls felt that they didn't belong in sports and seven out of 10 girls felt that there were not enough visible female role models in sports. Well, no wonder how that a 10 would drop out. Right. We are showing them at every turn that being a girl in sports is neither as attractive, nor is it as popular, nor is it a, as, as desirable or even as likely to open doors for you in the rest of your life because we don't show it to you and we don't support the women who are playing sports at the highest level. So why, why would they do it if they could invest their time in something else that would be likelier, you know, or be more likely to love them back. Right. Right. Boys, we show them, we show them you can change your entire world by going to the NFL or the NBA or the MLB or hockey or any other number of sports. We don't show that to girls and we don't provide the same platform for the women who are out there doing the right things for the right reasons. I played my entire women's football career for a dollar a game. Wow. (laughs) Wow. As one of the very best. Wow. And so if we're not changing those messages for girls, then, then we're not, we're not going to give them a better future. I think so you, you said something. That's that, when I really owned it. Yeah, I think yeah. you said something that, that that really stuck with me. You said permission to be possible, and 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 I thank right. you. I thank you for doing that and giving you know like, young ladies like my like my daughter that that thought process that permission that it is possible. Now, as as a sports psychologist, now when you went into the to the league as as a coach, what what was in your head, and what do you think was was in the head of of, of the guys that you were coaching? Well. First and foremost, and you guys will appreciate this, I'm glad you didn't ask the question this way because I usually just laugh when people say it. (laughs) But they usually say, how did you command the respect of the guys in the NFL? And I go, oh, I I know that's not a thing. (laughs) My wife would punch me in my head. (laughs) You know what I'm like? 
uh, command it. Like, you have to listen to me. First of all, uh, no one has to listen to you. For somebody to trust you enough to let you into the world or into their world, whether it's their personal life or their, you know, on the field gameplay, that is a gift. And it is founded in trust. So for me, people be like, well, what, you know, what are you going to teach them? And da, 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 da. And I'd be like, I don't know yet. And they're like, what do you mean you don't know? Because I don't know them as people. So I don't know how they'll receive it. That's number one. And number two, I don't know where they are. So how can I get them to where they need to be if I haven't listened first? Mm. So for me, it was a lot of listening. And when I spoke, making sure that I added value. And I told all the guys, you know, my job is to help you, whether it is, you know, a technique, which, yeah, my technique's on point. I'm five foot two, 130 pounds with one of the best <laughs> in the world. I couldn't outbig anybody. Right. So, yes, I know a little something about how to dip and rip and uh, come up underneath you to win by outlittling you. So guess what? If I can be one of the best in the world at my size, Holy cow, what can happen when I take my technique and put it into your big body? Wow, wow. That's exciting. Hey, Coach Jay, it's it's been an absolute pleasure with with you and all of our guests. We run out of time again, man. We're running out of time a little bit. But but, but we want to also encourage, uh, you know, sponsorships out there. We want to continue to bring this great show to to you all. So uh, we are always in search of sponsorships. But I tell you what. Always dream big, think big, and be big at everything that you do. And I want to especially thank all of our guests today, uh, Doctor J, as she said, Doctor J, <laughs> Coach J. I want to I, I want to thank uh, Alex. Uh, I want to thank uh, Lorenzo, Greg Holt, Gabby, and you know I want to thank all of you for taking the time to listen to our show. It's your life. I'm James Cooley. And this is Ray Leonard Jr. And we'll be back on next week, same time, same station. Peace. Stay safe out there, y'all. Join James and Ray next week at this same time for more It's Your Life, where you'll learn how to dream big, think big, and be big. For more about James Cooley and Ray Leonard Jr., how you can support the show or become a guest, visit CooleyFoundation.org. Come back next week at this same time for more motivation and inspiration on how you can become equipped today for the challenges of tomorrow.